Welcome to week 13 of the Adjusting the Will podcast. Justin alongside Will. Will, what's going on, man? We got another, uh, well, I can't even say another guest. He's been here before. He been here. What's up, Paris? Hey, what's, what's the song say? Second time around? <laughs> <laughs> what's going on, man? What's going on, fam? How y'all been? Too much. Good, man. How you doing? Hey, man, pretty good. To be back up in studio with y'all, I can't ask no more than that. Hey, I like like the sound of that. Yeah, you got some big shoes to fill. You heard last week. <laughs> I got big shoes to fill. <laughs> uh, based off of what I said, yeah, I thought y'all was gonna cut his mic. <laughs> <laughs> I know we we had to let them hear that, man. I'm just messing. I'm just messing. Hey, Shout look, out to just messing with Melo. Yeah, man. A little controversy yeah, is good. Shout out makes to him, good. Man. You know that makes good. You know that makes good footage. Absolutely. But you know he it's it's like a thin line between yo. Are you pandering? Or do you honestly believe what you're saying? And that's saying? what I was sitting over there trying to read his body like, oh, no, he's serious. Then he started posting on social media. I'm like, bro, letting you us, really believe that, Letting huh? us have it on the social. <laughs> he said he's coming back with receipts. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. what receipts, dog? Once he told me, look at no highlights, all lowlights, I knew what he was dealing with. <laughs> that's hilarious. But yeah, man, we got, we, got, uh, we got one of the favorites in here, Baron Webb. We got a lot to get to. Uh, next week, we will not be here. Um... Yeah, we won't be here next week. Uh, vacation for the for the producer. So um, yeah, we got a lot to get to today, man. Um, a lot happened uh, over the course of the last few days. Uh, we'll touch on the combine a little bit, but we want to uh, focus on what's been going on uh, in free agency uh, with these franchise tags, and then of course um, a lot that took place with the. Uh, the NFLPA list the of list, the yeah. team resources and how uh, players and that, uh, graded yeah. that. So uh, what you want to start with? Let's start it. Let's go pick something. Let's go. Pick something. Let's go. Let's, um, go. let's start with the news today because um, I, I know a lot of people will be interested to see how uh, the market continues to shake up. Um, Derek Carr uh, signed with New Orleans, the New Orleans Saints. You've seen the numbers, right? Yeah. Four years, Four 150. Four years, 150, 100 guaranteed. 100 guaranteed, 60 at signing. At signing. Yeah. So even though he isn't the cream of the crop as far as the quarterbacks, he still got a pretty penny. Yeah. 100 said, million and 60 up front. 60 up front. I mean, right. you seen Geno deal? <laughs> I, I'm still looking for what he got up front. I seen three for 105, and then they said he can make up to 52 the in year, year one. Yeah. I'm thinking that contract is more of a one-year deal, though. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And that's and that, and that was just – that's what I thought. But they did him a solid to where as though we're giving you most of your money up front. Up front, right. So when we go in the draft and get a quarterback, you're not getting shortchanged right. on, on your end. Exactly. Favor for a favor. Exactly. I like that. Uh, who else got paid today? Um, tags. Pollard got the tag. Pollard got the tag. Um, uh, Josh Jacobs got the tag. J- Josh got the tag in um in Vegas. Uh, yeah, Evan Ingram got the tag. A Evan few got ago. it. Yeah, uh, got a nice number. And um, Deron Payne. Deron he got Payne. the tag. Yeah. a few days ago. Uh, Frank Clark getting released. Uh, that was tough to hear. Uh, Frank Clark getting released. They couldn't um, work it out. No, I mean, he got his Super Bowls now. Yeah. Now it's about the money. Yeah. You know, most of the time, once they get the Super Bowl, it's all about the they money try. on the back end. Yeah. Um, so. Another surprise, uh, Kendricks got released from the Vikings. Vikings. Leading tackler. Yeah. Uh, who else got 
Oh, um, Orlando, Brown Orlando Brown didn't get tagged. Nope. So he's set to become a free agent. They said the Chiefs might still try to work out something where they could bring him back. But I think the money, the market going. Yeah. Somebody going to pay him. Uh, Calvin Ridley got reinstated. Yeah. I like to see that. That's trouble. That's trouble. That, yep. that receiver call going to be crazy yeah, next it's year. Be crazy. Major upgrade. Uh, Derrick Henry on the trading block. Derrick Henry's on the trade. Oh, that's that's that? interesting. And, and can, also considering the fact that they, it, it's age. It's age and his number. It's age and his number. He over 30. No, he not. What is he? 29? 28. 28? 29? 28. He 28. I think, I, think it's, I think it's the wear and tear and the number. His, I think his, his I think he still got. I, I still think he has another year to a, a productivity. Yeah, what's his contract? So that might be why they trying to trade him. Yeah, but you know, on the back end of them contracts, where the numbers get big, could it also be that the Titans realize that they're rebuilding? Yeah, right. And, and they want to so. say, "Hey, look, we send let you, you off. At, yeah, let you let you contend a for, for a title." Well, let's let's uh, let's stay on them for a second, Tennessee. Let's right. stay on Tennessee for a second. Tannehill, he's a free agent, right? I or was so. he on the trading block? No. Was this his free, last year? I think this was his last year. So do you foresee them, like, if they're putting Derrick Henry on the trading block, do you foresee them trying to go with a scheme similar to a Jalen Hurts or, you know, Lamar Malik. Jackson with uh, Malik, Malik Willis? Willis, yeah. Because Derrick Henry really doesn't fit that mold. Nah. Nah. Um, and then I really released, don't know. I don't really – I really – don't know too much about Malik Willis to know his skill set. He has so, a similar, very well. For one, what he did in Liberty because he was in a, a a power five right before, but then he decided because I don't, I'm trying to remember what school he was with, but he decided to go to Liberty. He did some good things there, but of course, Liberty is not you know yeah. one of your power five. So, mm-hmm. um, for what I've seen in Tennessee, they are trying to bring him along slowly, right? But <clears throat> In order for him to develop into something, you gotta put some pieces around him. Yeah, I like Traylon Burks, mm-hmm. um, but it really looks like they're heading towards one of those really, really, really hard rebuilds. Yeah, I mean they let Woods go earlier. They let yeah. Roberts. So Robert that was kind of like the writing on the wall. They left, that was the one uh, saying that they yeah. let uh, mm-hmm. Taylor Lewin go, the yep, left tackle. The mm-hmm. um, they let Bud Dupree mm-hmm. go today. Yeah. Um, so, and then they're pretty. They're getting up in age on defense, right? Too. So it seems like they're trying to start over, go younger, and just the thing about put, Tennessee put though is like in. their draft picks outside of I'm mean, trailing Burks is still left to be seen, but a lot of their draft picks haven't panned out, right? Uh, the rookie, not the rookie, but who's the this, GM? This in probably Tennessee? be they let the GM go after agent uh, the, at the mm-hmm. AJ yeah, Brown situation, <clears throat> yeah, as yeah. they should have, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, honestly, Tennessee. It's one of those markets where it's similar to like a Kansas City or a Baltimore where if your team isn't if your team's doing well, yeah. then the fans are gonna show up and right. show out. But and they've made it to the play well, with the exception of this past year, they've made it to the playoffs. Yeah, been a competitive. Each of the last team. three you know what I'm saying? So and they it they've definitely had competitive teams. They're also uh building a new stadium, so that might factor into how they want to, you know, and then give and, you the money out, and so. then you know the GM, he want clear the decks, mm-hmm. bring in, you know what I mean, start off, yeah, start off young with a whole new squad, new GM, and you know what I mean, figure it out from there. So, so if I'm not if, bad at it. if you're the owner and and if you're the GM, you're still rolling with Mike Vrabel. 
Yeah, I mean, I gotta give him a year. I gotta give him a year because we don't know we don't know what he's what he's failed in for as a team. Mm. You know what I mean? So once you get to let go all his vets, you gotta understand what's gonna come with that. I think Mike Vrabel's a good coach. I yeah. mean, with the exception, he hasn't of, done anything to get with, him fired. With the exception, but you know how a lot of the times regimes like to go in different directions regardless of who the coach is. Right. Like he hasn't won anything, right? So that's why I say I think they give him this year. Just yeah, you know I, mean, I mean, it's I, even even if they don't do well this right. year, I feel like he's safe for the time being. But but it's always the the question, right? For who? You let him go, who you bringing in? Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? And who's willing to take that job knowing you in the middle of a fresh rebuild? Right. So um I don't I don't know if you've seen the rumor. Let's let's uh move over to Vegas real quick. Even though of course it isn't believable, but they said Vegas might be interested in obtaining Mac Jones. I wouldn't be surprised. I seen that they bring Stidham back. Yeah, they will they want to bring him back because he was a New yeah, England guy yeah, at one yeah. point, right? He wants he wants to you know, to, to bring the culture. Um, he's going to run that offense. I mean, it's Josh McDaniels, Tom Brady, it's the offense. He right. runs the same offense. So he wants a familiar face under the center. Right. But, I mean, I really see I – don't, I don't see them trading – I don't see New England trading them. So their best bet is to probably get Jimmy. Jimmy G. Jimmy G. Yeah, mm. get him in Vegas. Okay. And, and have Stidham behind him. Because that uh that Derek Carr situation that changed everything. Mm-hmm. That changed everything with him going to New Orleans because a lot of people had him going to uh the Jets, but that was smart for him. All of all the quarterbacks is in the AFC. Yeah. I agree yeah, to the right. NFC. Yeah. 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 It's the easier route. Yeah. It's the easier route. You go to the Jets, you dealing with Josh Allen in the division, you dealing with Bill in the division. You're dealing mm-hmm. with what Miami got down there. Mm-hmm. You're dealing with Herbert over in the Chargers. You know what I mean? You're dealing with Burrow in Cincinnati. <laughs> it's, it's a gauntlet. Yeah. So I stay, I stay yeah. NFC. Yeah, <laughs> you're absolutely right. Yeah. I don't got a NFC South ain't got no come quarterbacks. On, you coming out of there for sure. No. <laughs> eight no and nine won a division last year. And they was seven and ten. What was, yeah, eight, eight and nine. nine. Tampa. Yeah. You was seven and ten last year, and he gone, and he gone. So that's wide open. So you know you got the division right there. Yep. Um, let's uh, let's move over to uh, the Rams real quick because, as we uh, mentioned last week, Bobby Wagner got let go. Mm-hmm. They let go of Leonard Floyd. Um, at what point do we see the trade rumors ramp up with Jalen Ramsey, and then can we see Aaron Donald being moved? I don't think Aaron Donald's going to be moved because he's on his way out. He about to retire. So I don't really see him. I don't see them trading him. Um, Jalen Ramsey, I think that's going to be a trade, a draft day trade. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think that's, I think him, uh, DeAndre Hopkins, and um, like basically veterans who can still help now, I see them being like draft day trades. Once okay. you see how the draft start to fall. If yeah. receivers get took earlier than you think, mm-hmm. then you might go ahead and trade a second for DeAndre or, you know what I mean, situations yeah. like that. I don't really see nothing happening on the big trades before the draft. No, no, Parrish, you're somewhat of a Rams fan. What what do you see them doing at quarterback next year, especially with how things shook up with Baker Mayfield at the end of the year? We're still <laughs> uncertain about Matt Stafford and his elbow. And even when they signed that deal, 
uh, with Matt, that was a team friendly deal because they could they could have released him after this shit. And he up in age, right? So what do you how 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 do you think? Well, how what do you see that shaking out to be? Well, despite the Arizona Cardinals hat. I am a Rams fan, so <laughs> I wasn't gonna believe you was a Cardinals fan. I wasn't even gonna definitely give you don't that. believe that, Please. especially about what we're gonna talk about next. But um, <laughs> but look, all things considering, I think we all know that Baker has a ceiling, so he's obviously not the answer. What do you think his ceiling is? Considering he was in a run heavy scheme in in Cleveland, um, top fifteen. Okay. Okay. That's that's about as best he can get. I mean, to me, like middle of the pack. Middle of the pack. I mean, to me, he's interchangeable with Derek Carr. Yeah. I mm. mean, just to put it frankly. Yeah. Um. So you know. Um. So with that being said, I think they're going to play everything off of Stafford. Um. They'll they'll see what they can do with that. If that means another year and Bridget, and then see if they can uh, maybe pick up someone via the draft. They might go do that. Um, I expect that there are going to be some QBs that fall to them that maybe McVay might want to see if he can um, do something bring well. under his toolage mm-hmm. and then kind of ease him into it while Stafford plays out maybe another year. But Baker is a good placeholder because he's not, like I say, he's top 15. He's yeah. not He's not going to sink the ship, but at the same time, he he's, he's not He's not going to do everything that McVay will want to do in his offense. Mm-hmm. So I think that... In one way, you know, the way things played out for him with getting cut from Carolina, you know, coming over to the Rams and then having this amazing first game with, like, basically 48 hours under his belt, right. you know, kind of saved his bacon. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Essentially, he was on his way. I mean, his bags is back. I think he still is, for real. Um, but I think, you know, they, he put a little little more time on his clock. And, and who knows? It, so, okay, so in the perfect world, how mm-hmm. would you want to— like, how would you want to go into this year? Would you want to go into it with Matt Stafford? I would. You would? I would. Um, just they, because. They got Allen Robinson on the trading block, too. He that, should be. And, and, and that's and He that's didn't why. even fit that scheme. No, no he, he did. That was, that, was, that was a splash because of the OBJ situation. Right. Mm-hmm. That was a splash. But on the, on the, on the Rams situation, if mm-hmm. I was considering y'all get, letting go all the vets, I would go ahead with Baker. Really, save you save you more money. Uh, letting go, letting Stafford go, and you don't. And then if Matt, if Stafford comes back, it's going to be a semi expectation. When I uh, hmm. when when I was watching the watching a little bit of the combine this weekend, it was only a select few teams that I could see this particular player going to, in large part because of them having an offensive system and somebody that could really work with and develop a quarterback. Mm-hmm. When I was looking at Anthony Richardson, the Rams was one of the teams I could see him with. Why? Because him, the McVay being able to develop him, if they choose to go that route. Now, the offense will have to... Thumb down a lot. But if they give him the... Op- like I said, if you bring Baker back and then let him just learn for a Under year Baker. Two, yeah. Right, let okay. him, regardless of who it is... His skill set is more built for like a 49ers type offense. Yeah. But if you can develop him into Patrick Mahomes esque, 
You know what I'm saying? Like it's a, it's, a, it's, it's his it's act stretch. For it's me. a stretch. It's his act. But he needs me. to get with somebody. He needs to get with coaches who know how to work well with quarterbacks. Yeah. And I feel like McVay is one of those guys. It's not too many of them in the league, in my opinion. He's that, another. He's another scheme based quarterback. Like he has to be in exactly. a San Fran, a Philly. Mm-hmm. See people and something that's, like that. The thing like, about the combine, not to get off topic. This is why I don't get overwild with a lot that goes on there. Like, because while we while we focusing on offensive linemen and their broad jump or their high jump, like what are they gonna be It's not even just that with me. You have all the answers to the test. Right. If you fail this test, that says a lot. You you go two months practicing everything that you're gonna do at the combine. Exactly. Like you got like they like I think uh Richardson had the highest uh jump. Mm-hmm. Why? Broad it's a jump. quarterback. What is what is yeah. what does this broad jump matter for? Right. Nope. Man, it's nothing I at all. Think back to uh Byron Jones. Didn't he have He the, killed the combine? Right. Had one of the highest metric rated. Did, did he have one interception? That's why a lot of times with mm-hmm. me, man, I gotta see your, your game tape. Right. I want to see you on the field. All of that Jordan, in shorts. Jordan Davis ran a, a four Seven. When you gonna ever Patrick see that? Patrick Mahomes ran a four eight, but it don't look like he run a four eight on the field in real time. Right. So that's combine. Combine is tricky, and he for, killed the combine for for receivers Richardson. and corners. I think it's important to show your agility, to show your speed. But how does that translate to your mental? And it's not even that you could run a four two straight, straight line. Yeah. What does that have to do with your hips, right. you know what I mean, going left but and right. But that's why I say it's like, tricky because when you go back and look at Tariq Woolen's combine, mm-hmm. it translated to his game. Mm-hmm. Like but how did could, his game tape look? And that's the thing. It was like, so-so? I, okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. That's one of the reasons why he went in the fifth. Okay, so then if that's the case, then it might be a system that he in that makes him it look def- the way he looks yeah, now. Yeah, absolutely. You, you think back to, you know, like yeah. a Richard Sherman. yeah. But Tariq, I think his instincts, you can see him developing into the type of corner that he You know that he he understands the game. You can see that he see it. Exactly. He trusts his eyes. Exactly. But going back, staying in division, going back to the Rams, I can see, especially with them still not having a first round pick, I can see if if Richardson so falls, because I can't see him going in the first. It's like Malik Willis from last year. Malik fell to the third round. Uh-huh. I could see him fall into the late second or third round, and maybe you if know, he goes somebody... any higher, it's strictly off the it's strictly off the combine. Yeah, because absolutely. if you watched him at Florida, I wouldn't. He threw below what fifty percent, fifty three, yeah, fifty three point eight. He had what about twelve interceptions, nine interceptions, I think it was. He big and he fast, but it's. It's a work. His name was of, Cam Jackson. That's what he called himself. Yeah, he said that. That's a that's a mixture. <laughs> Cam that's Newton a, and, if you, and, and Lamar. And what was Cam issue? Accuracy. 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 Yep. And same, same thing with Lamar. Same thing with Lamar. So for you to put Cam Jackson, I wouldn't want to be that. Of all, you, the two to mix together. That Cam name. Jackson. Nah. Yeah, you going fourth round playing with me. <laughs> <laughs> I would. I wouldn't want to take on that name. So now that Geno standing stand in the division, now that Geno has signed with the Seahawks, that takes Lamar off of their list for a year. Yeah, for a year, for a year, mm-hmm. for a year. I don't want to dive into that just yet. For a but year, but 
it's hard not to when you look at what these quarterbacks are getting right now. But do you see? But do you see? Ozzy Ozzy came out and said something. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now now they putting the big dog in it. You right. notice mm-hmm. that? Right. Now Ozzy speaking. We ain't heard nothing from Ozzy since the last draft he had. Since 18. Hmm. And, and you got to remember that Lamar was one of his draft picks. That was so, his last draft so pick. So he's he's last first round pick. Yeah. Yeah, he probably went to the cost and said, "Yo, what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? What are y'all doing?" So check this out. We are going to end all this. If we don't get the long-term deal, we franchising him. And he, I think he means the 45. Yeah. Ozzy not gonna play that. No. Ozzy, no, you put that thirty two on him. Somebody when you, gonna give when him you give it when you give it more thought. Him. If you put the nine looking at, because the way I'm looking at it now, I don't think teams want Lamar. Okay, I don't. Okay, I think I think I think that's the not, I think that's the I game they're playing. I don't with think the right I don't now. think they want him at his number because when you really when you when you really think about it. Why haven't the Ravens, if the Ravens, the only reason what I'm saying, the only reason why I can see it going the way it's going is because the Ravens have been solely focused on trying to get a deal done and not listening to potential offers that might be out there. Mm-hmm. If you put the non-exclusive on them, then you give them a chance to go out there and negotiate. Do you honestly think that he's going to get fully guaranteed from a team? Yeah. Especially considering that. Considering, considering that, not to cut you off, mm-hmm. but considering that. New Orleans just took Derek Carr. The Jets will give it to him right now. They desperate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's probably one of two teams that I could see. The, the Jets going, the, because they don't know. Aaron Rodgers going back to Green Bay. It's too If they want him. too expensive. If they want him, because it's too expensive. Too expensive. So now you getting left out with Zach Wilson or Mike White again. Put that non-exclusive on Lamar. He'll you, be in New York. You, can I, go can ahead. Go can ahead, Can I say something real quick? Mm-hmm. You know, they said the same thing about Kirk Cousins. I, if I'm just being honest, said what? Well, that he wasn't worth the money. That he yeah, wasn't if you worth free. Then yeah, that he wasn't worth the long term investment. Right. Mm-hmm. So then my question is, okay, not to debate it. I'm not. I guess the first no, question I have it. is what what do we perceive to be Lamar's number? That's number one. And then number two, why would we think? That on the free market, he wouldn't get his number because because of everything that people are coming out saying negatively now that he wants his money. No, I, I don't think he. I don't mm. think it's a case of him not getting the number if he was free. Right now, he's not free. Right. So whatever team you engage in trade talks with, they are going to have to give up more than two first round picks. And I'm not sure if a team wants to do that for someone who has been injury prone the last two years. Now, if he was free. We will be having a different discussion. I think that Lamar would get Kirk Cousins. But that might not money. be the angle that the teams are looking at it at. That the ticket is too high. They might be saying, okay, y'all gonna franchise him for the year. The ticket gonna be higher next year. So we'll exactly. just wait. Right. That's why I said this the the, the, the Seattle. Seattle situation, right? I'm not gonna right. go ahead and give y'all my future. Right. Y'all don't wanna give them the money now. It will be next year's gonna be higher. Be two years though. Yeah, it'll be higher, but then what? So okay, so if it's high, you still franchise him again, and then still would have to en- engage in trade talks. But with do you think man. the Ravens will franchise him at fifty five, sixty next year? I don't think they would want to. No, and the thing about the thing about um, the way the tag is shaping out, the Ravens will have to have a lot of cap casualties because they can't af- even right now they can't afford to put him on the tag. They will have to restructure deals and release some players. So even at thirty two, you talking about. Calais Campbell wanting to come back, but they might have to cut him at mm-hmm. seven mil. They might mm-hmm. have to cut 
Gus Edwards at four mil. We already know that they're probably not bringing back Marcus Peters. Mm. They're probably going to try to trade or cut Chuck Clark. They're going to restructure Marlon Humphrey's deal. They're going to restructure Ronnie Stanley's that's deal. Just to get him under the that's just to get them under the tag. That's just to get him under the tag. They're mm. not going to be able to do anything in free agency. So that's what I'm saying. So if I'm another <clears throat> team on the outside looking in, why would I engage with y'all? As far as trade talks, but yeah. so you gonna wait two years? If you can't, if you can hardly afford them this year, how you gonna make it work next year? I I, I understand that, but you know how teams get to moving. Even even with that, say you sign them to a contract, their cap number still gonna be high, but you could restructure it after two after one year. At the yeah, you can restructure it. You gonna restructure his deal, and oh, his deal will probably be the but richest all you doing in terms is- of. But all you're doing is doing another signing bonus. Right. Just moving the money. That's all you're doing. But if you're doing that, why not just give them a guaranteed contract? Because it's the Ravens' foolish pride. Exactly. It's the just, Ravens. Just pay the man. <laughs> you ever heard of um you ever heard of uh Joel Corey? Who's that? Joel Corey is a um he's a former sports agent. Okay. He uh NFL contracts, he works. With NFL contracts and salary cap, uh, he's an expert and then writer. He is based here in Baltimore. Mm-hmm. He wrote an article and then, not to say he was on like a media tour, but him and what's my guy name from uh, Russell Street? Uh, Brian McFarlane. Okay. Both said that when you look at the salary cap situations and especially with Joel, who was a former agent. Mm-hmm. He's gone on record to say, and I wanted to mention mention his name here because I'll when when we see how things uh transpire uh with Jalen Hurts and Joe Barrow and uh Justin Herbert, mm-hmm. he went on record saying neither one of those con neither one of those quarterbacks are gonna get guaranteed contracts. Okay. Just because of how the league is, um for one, Cincinnati is a family-based organization. Chargers is a family-based organization. Their profits come directly from the team. Mm-hmm. So them giving those quarterbacks guaranteed contracts is out of the question. Simply simply because they can't afford it. Now So is it out of the question of them getting it from those teams or them getting yeah, those it? Teams, those oh, teams. Okay. Those teams. Those I mean, teams. They just gonna run into a Lamar situation. Right. So but but we don't know if Herbert and Burrow will carry it that way. Right. I'm just saying, hypothetically speaking. Right. That would like like how we like how I asked y'all last week. If all of them guys went to those teams and said, I want fully guaranteed, right. what are they gonna do? What you gonna do? Right. Are you gonna pay them or you gonna let them walk? But honestly, do you feel like they would do that? Honestly. <sighs> um before And then tell me why. Before the Demore Smith um podcast, I probably would have said no. But due to the fact of everything he said about the NFLPA and how I know they're working with Lamar, I believe that they're having conversations with them quarterbacks as well. Yeah. Letting them know, like, y'all decision is going to either leave him out to dry or help boost his argument. Absolutely. You understand what I'm saying? Absolutely. Y'all guys are coming after him or before him. If y'all go before him and take less, y'all making him look how the media wants him to look. Right. But if y'all stand stand y'all ground with him and say he wants that, we want that because Deshaun Watson got that. Exactly. Then we all then win. that's where we at. But as seen by 
the Russell Wilson contract, the Kyle Murray contract, and we can say neither one of them deserve fully guaranteed contracts. If <clears throat> and then we see what Derek Carr got. Granted, this is his second big contract, but you know, did still he a deserve contract. it? But that's he was, he was free. That's true. He was free. He was free. And I feel like if he would to if he would have went to the Jets. And they said, well, we can't give you 150, but we can give you three at 120 fully guaranteed. He would have said no. No, he would have said yes. Three at 120 fully guaranteed. He would have said no. Fully guaranteed. He would have said no. Why? Because he doesn't want to play in the AFC. He would have said no. He already got a big contract. He paid. Now he's trying to win. He would have said no. Derek Carr is not He already him. got a big contract he, based this on This is his second contract. Yeah, but he didn't get that much. But I'm saying, I'm saying he's not looking for a contract. That's not what he's in it for. He's not in it for the money right now. Okay. So I don't believe I don't believe he ever planned on coming to the AFC. It's too much over there. When you look at the landscape of the NFC, it's free. It's open. Who's 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 the quarterback? That that part. That part. Yes. So I'm looking at it from that. If it was based on money. Oh yeah, if it was based on money, they could have gave him that four for one fifty with a hundred guaranteed. They could have did that. That's why I believe. They knew about that offer. They right. might have tried to match that, and he was like, no, nah, I'm going to go to New Orleans. Okay. Hmm. New York got the money to do. Yeah, they do. They got the money. Right. That's not their problem. It's just getting a quarterback to come to the Jets. Right. I don't believe Derek, Derek Carr wanted to deal with that. He was over here. Remember, yeah, he just see, left right. Vegas. He know what's going on. Right. He know what you got to deal with every week. I'm going to go over there. Right. Now, I understand that. I understand like that. I said the same thing about Tom Brady. He knew the weapons that was down there, and he know the NFC is a lot easier right. than dealing with these young thoroughbreds in the AFC. I'm going to go over there and deal with Aaron Rodgers and them people who I know couldn't beat me. You understand what I'm saying? On my worst day. Right. So we know that the Ravens are not going to give him a fully guaranteed contract. It's, it's no way I can see it happening at this point. It's no. I mean, we were getting... Up to the deadline of, I never seen the tag. He's not. He's not going to get a fully guaranteed contract. If another thing too, even when we think about the casualties that have to, that would have to, um, end up getting hit with a cap cut. You also think about the Ravens not having a lot of draft picks. So they're like this is a conundrum because they're really behind the eight ball. No pun intended, because. Now, you potentially might not have a quarterback in the future after this upcoming year. But if y'all that, if y'all believe that he's not going to get the contract, why not put the non-exclusive on there and let him see it? Because they feel like they can get more through a trade. But again, I don't. The, the reason why I say I don't think a team, I think every team in the league would take Lamar. I just don't think every team in the league would trade for Lamar. At the price that the Ravens will want, yeah, what the Ravens right, will want, or want. what the going rate for one of those type of quarterbacks would be three first round draft and, picks. And I think, and I think that's what I think that's exactly what Seattle thought. Yeah, we're not doing that. Yeah, we'll go ahead, resign, buddy, and roll like that. Yeah, our team is built to be competitive right now. Yeah, give them another year in the system. You know what I mean? A little more familiarity, and let's take our chances with that. Now, if next year come, Lamar end up hurt again, or he plays bad, and y'all think the number going to drop. And, and he's getting older. And what? how old is he, 27? 26. 26? 
That's still young. That's still, no, it's still young, but for him and the type young. of player he is, he's getting he's getting older. Cam Newton was done at what thirty, but Cam took way more punishment, punishment than right. than Lamar. He ran Cam to had it. A, Cam had a bigger frame. Mm-hmm. Still get balled up the same in the NFL. But I'm saying he could when you bigger, you could take on more of that punishment. Yeah, we didn't see Cam get hurt until Cam what first time he got hurt was his his elbow in Carolina. Because remember, he was hurt, then he got hurt again, and then they released him. Then they released him. Yep. So with Lamar, he's getting nicked up, but each of the two times that he's been hurt where he's been out a significant amount of time, he was in the pocket. Right. So that's what I'm saying. Like, those nicks and those dings and and nicks. Once he get his money, he might not sit in the pocket. He might be more adamant on playing this game again. And we both we both already well I was on record saying if he was paid last year he would have came back and played, so I don't believe he I be- probably would have attempted. Yeah, yeah, I believe he would have yeah. attempted. So it's Perhaps. all about the contract. Mm. If he was signed up, <clears throat> I think he would have tried. But why try when you? I mean, look what he's dealing with now. Why why would I why would I do that for y'all? And look what y'all got me going through now. So at so at this point, what teams like what do you see? Cause now I feel like now we will really have to do our homework and research and figure out who we think would give him a guaranteed contract. Atlanta and New York. Absolutely. <laughs> I ain't gotta research that. Atlanta and New York. Absolutely. They'll do it right now. Put the put them on the non exclusive. They gonna battle it out. For how much money guaranteed? You go two thirty five, we're gonna go two forty. You go two forty, we're gonna go two forty five. Atlanta and New York. I see them both doing it right now. And they both got the money. They got the money and the draft capital. Yeah. And young teams. Mm-hmm. I see them both doing it right now. So with that being said, what do you think the issue with the Ravens is? If if like if you have an opportunity to trade him and you know that these teams The fear. Fear of what? What you gonna put in this place. Absolutely. The fear. You're either take- but either way, if you're not gonna pay him, you're gonna lose him. Right, but it's but it's it's, it's you dam- might as well lose them now. But it's fan damage control. You might as well we did as well we already did with like- our fan base. All these players coming out going at us. Our quarterback is livid. It's not looking good. Look, at some point you gotta <laughs> at some point you gotta deal with the consequences. No, that's true, like, but it's a lot easier said than done. That's- yeah, but if it's if it's bound to happen, if it's inevitable, you might as well deal with it now instead of you see what I'm saying. It's like a child where. Instead of just coming clean to your parents and keeping a lot going, then you're going to get more trouble down no, the road. I, like, I, I 1,000% agree with you. I'm just telling you my thought process on how they're thinking. But you know what? The fan base is split right now. Half of the fan base feel like, Yo, let's just get rid of them. Let's, let's get draft capital. We can't afford to pay him anyway. Mm-hmm. Let's get what we can get for him. Because you wait another year, and then let's just say he does have a bad year, then you're not going to be able to get as much as you want for him. So you, if if you decide to uh, trade him, if you let him walk, which I don't see happening after a year, mm-hmm. how is that going to pan out? And then again, you dealing with a team that has a new OC, so you talking about learning a new system. Just go ahead and do what you feel like you've been wanting to do. Mm-hmm. You're gonna have to deal with the fans anyway. one way or another. Yeah, what you what you was trying to. <laughs> I was thinking in my head, are they playing the game of chicken based off of what Will said? You know, hey, let's play this out another year. 
and either you don't perform all the things that you mentioned, new system, maybe he doesn't adjust to that system and maybe that number comes down or you get hurt and maybe the number comes down. So I don't, I guess my question is, what makes you feel that the Ravens ultimately do not want to have Lamar? If the responding to what you just said, the, mm-hmm. the initial point, if he play, he doesn't play well. If he gets hurt, the number comes down. If he becomes free, that number goes up. If the only way the number goes down is if he's still a Baltimore Raven. And as the Ravens, are y'all are y'all banking on him having a bad season or a good season? Which but one why, would y'all well, want? That's what I'm saying. Like, why would you want? Why would you want the former? Why would you want him to have a bad season if you want your organization to flourish, to flourish and succeed? Mm. If he has a bad season, then that's just that just makes matters worse for you because now he's stuck with it. It's his stock go down, mm-hmm. and he's a year older. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm with you, Justin. I like, I like, I I just think they like if like if Tyler Huntley would have played well, mm-hmm. they would have done it. You think he'd be traded? Yes. I agree. the only reason why I feel like they still sitting on it is to see if Burrow or Herbert or Hertz gets done. And to see what type of money they get. But the thing is, and I don't think it's going to happen anytime soon. I was going to say that the thing is, none of them are in a rush for a contract besides Jalen, right? So everybody else, and Jalen like, don't seem like he's like, oh, I want, yeah. I want fully guaranteed money. And 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 and, and then it's not even a situation where he's rushing it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. He probably like, look, I'm focused right now. I'm still under contract. Let's do it. Right. And everybody else is like, no, let's see what happens with Lamar. Cause everybody else is in their third year, so mm. let's see what let's see how that goes before we be the ones to do it, and then everybody pointing the finger at us for keeping it going. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I said, either way, it's a conundrum because you're stuck behind the eight ball. Oh, you, they definitely you, in the bond. You, and then who's to say Lamar's going to show up if you do tag him? He might not show. He up might until not show Saturday. up until Saturday. So now that pushes everything behind when he it has comes no to chem- no chemistry with. You know, don't whoever. understand the offense, the new offense. language. Yeah. He probably he might not even play week one. That's a bond. They in a bond, Nate. So what like again, and now let's dive into Rashad Bateman's comments. Mm-hmm. Everything that took place with them this week. Um Eric Eric DeCasa spoke at um the combine as well as John Harbaugh. Mm-hmm. Um Eric DeCosta. Oh, what is this? Denver shop in Cortland Sutton. Okay. I'm surprised they ain't say Jerry Judy, but okay. Nah, they right. ain't gonna let Jerry go. <clears throat> so uh Eric DaCosta, um, on the problems drafting wide receivers, he said if I had an answer, that would probably mean I would have some better receivers. We're gonna keep swinging. But of course he said some other things. Um, you and I spoke about this, but let's talk about what Rashad Bateman said. Rashad Bateman said, how about you play to your player's strength and stop pointing the finger at us and eight? You want to break this down layer by layer or you want me to go ahead and read the entire uh, statement? I'll read the statement. He said, blame the one you let do this, dot, 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 dot. We take heat 24-7 and keep us healthy, dot, dot, dot. Care about us and see what happened. Dot, dot, dot. Ain't no promises, though. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Tired of y'all lying and capping on players for no reason. I like this guy, man. 
especially the dots. <laughs> Ain't no so, promises though. Ain't no promises. Dot, dot, dot. But pay so, me though. So you hmm. want you want you want to break this down layer by layer? We gotta break it down layer by layer because he's saying so many different things right. in one. So first of all, he said, How about you play to your player's strength and stop pointing the finger at us at us and eight? Whose strengths are is he talking about? Let's start there. So if the scheme is detailed or the former scheme that is, right. Greg mm-hmm. Roman, if it was detailed and fitted for one Lamar Jackson, mm-hmm. then And we can all agree on that, right? Right. Okay. We got um, that, right? Then what can okay. we say? To what he's saying in this particular sentence, right? Whose strengths is he talking about? How about you play to your player's strength? Now, the only, like I told you before, I've seen a difference, especially with this past year, with the weapons they didn't have, and then of course the injuries. You can see a difference between this year's offense and that 2019 offense. Greg Roman was still the offensive coordinator, but you can still see see a difference. Uh, You didn't have healthy running backs this year. Uh, to begin the season, when they got healthy, your receivers were gone. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> when I think about playing to your receiver strength, I think more about who you're drafting as opposed to just plugging somebody in the scheme and say, go out there and play in the scheme. Because so are you saying that Bateman is saying he was the wrong pick? Him and Hollywood. So are you saying that mm-hmm. that's what he's saying? That's that, he was the wrong pick. that he was the wrong pick that he was for the, this game? He was the wrong pick or or when you draft me, use my skill set. Use what I'm good at. But Same what, thing Hollywood was but saying. But what if yes. what I'm good at, the quarterback isn't good at? Then let's go to the next sentence and stop pointing the finger at us in eight. If he would have left Lamar out of it, what you're saying right now, I would 100% agree with. But how can he leave Lamar out of it when all of this is based around Lamar? But he didn't have to say Lamar because DaCosta specifically talked about the receivers. Right, but if he left Lamar out, if he left Lamar out, then that would be insinuating that he's not the person for the job. Who's who? Lamar? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, not necessarily. That, that, that's that's exactly. insinuating that Lamar's not the person yeah, for the job. Yeah, play to my strengths. You will be insinuating that my quarterback isn't. One, beneficial one, to my one could argue that it could be misconceived. Yeah, it, it could be conceived that right. way. So, in order that. to save that face, I'm going to add him to it. Right. But in the grand scheme of things, as a receiver that Bateman is, your strengths, in my opinion, is Lamar's weaknesses. So, how could we do that um, as an OC? Well, how could I do that? Well, when Bateman before he got hurt, they were balling. Like, like I told you, mm-hmm. we had this conversation about how. A lot of pundits feel like Lamar has the worst deep ball in the league. Mm -hmm. What I see when it comes to chemistry, even with Bateman and then when Hollywood was there, Mm -hmm. Lamar throws a pretty deep ball, but sometimes it has a tendency to be inaccurate. Mm -hmm. I've seen Hollywood run under a lot of his deep balls, catch it, going for a score, whatever the case. What I see with players he don't have chemistry with is overthrows. Now, a lot of the times, and again, I'm not I'm not doing anything where, you know, to try to save Lamar, but I'm just going off of what I see. Mm-hmm. Some quarterbacks 
when you look at a Brady, when you look at even when Roethlisberger played, even um, Russell Wilson, mm-hmm. when he throws the moon ball, it's accurate. When Lamar throws a deep ball, especially when it it ain't Hollywood, it don't look so good. Mm-hmm. And what I'm basically saying is that when you have receivers who are fast enough to run under that ball and go get it, it makes up for the lack of accuracy on Lamar's part. But as an offensive <clears throat> coordinator, am I gonna am I supposed to keep taking the chance of calling these plays and hoping that the receiver runs under it? When you don't have Hollywood or Bateman on the field, there's no way you can call those plays. But when when they were on the field, we saw in the beginning of the year with Bateman, mm-hmm. what we saw when Hollywood was here, mm-hmm. they had that ability to go get it. Okay, so if that's the case, then what does he mean? Do you see what thing. I'm saying? It's, 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 an, what is, encrypted, what is it's an encrypted message. How about you play to your player's strengths? So the only thing that we could take from that is that, yo, y'all drafted me, but you're not- Playing to my strengths. Playing to my strengths. Well, so, what did Hollywood say? He said that, he basically said the same thing. Right. Y'all but not he, using me. Yeah. He said, it was, he said it was a scheme fit for him, though. Right. right. He wanted to be in a more pass-heavy offense. Right. Exactly. But my thing with Hollywood is- what I couldn't understand with that from the beginning is that yo, you put up numbers when you was here, though. But, so, and and what I told you before about the percentages with the Ravens as far as they were in the top, I want to say 10 percentile of not passing plays versus run plays, but like percentages of, hey, what's the word? It's I forgot what, I forgot how they worded it, but basically- when it comes, you know how they break down percentages of of first, second, third down and how often you run on this down, how often you pass. Mm-hmm. They were in the top 10 percentile when it came to passing plays, meaning they were passing the ball more than a lot of other teams, despite the fact that they were a run first team. Right. So if. But that's due to defenses coming in to exactly, stop the run. Exactly. Exactly. So you have to throw it. You have to. Exactly. Putting eight so, in the box. so if, if you're doing that, and this is my thing, we, with this new coordinator and if. Lamar's here, then maybe we'll see if Lamar can throw or what we've it's seen. Not, it's not that he can't throw. It's his consistency. He'll make the play in mm-hmm. the first quarter, and that exact same pass, he'll miss it in the third, and he'll miss it in the fourth. That's consistency. Mm-hmm. As a quarterback, that's one thing you have to have is consistency. And they, the only thing he's consistent at is running. We know what he's going to do when he does that. His throwing is too inconsistent. Okay. Let's move on to what he said next. Blame the one you let do this. So does this speak to um, Saunders? Steve Saunders, that was his name? The strength coach? I think so. Yeah. I think. You said Steve? Steve Saunders. So do, do we think that he's talking about him when, when he says blame the one you let do this? Because if, if let's, let's, let's broaden out this, this discussion. Bateman got hurt in the Tampa game. Well, he got hurt initially in the Buffalo game this this year, week four, mm-hmm. sprained ankle. Then, of course, they're trying to get him back on the field. Mm-hmm. He re-injures the ankle in the Tampa game. Harbaugh says, oh, he's going to be out, you know, for a few weeks, and then he ends up having season-ending list frank surgery. Mm-hmm. One of the reasons why I think Bateman tweeted what he tweeted in response to what DaCosta said had more so to do with his injury than what he said about 
the receivers and being able to draft good receivers. Because DaCosta mentioned that, you know, Bateman's doing well. He's recovering from surgery. Boom, 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 boom. We glad, we're glad we got out ahead of that and took care of that. Mm-hmm. But when Bateman had season-ending surgery, Harbaugh said it was his decision, Bateman that Bateman's is. Bateman's decision. Bateman's decision to have the surgery. As, mm-hmm. if, as if to say, oh, you don't want to play this thing out. You, you you see what I'm saying? So I think it had That's more. That's the same so, thing he was doing with Lamar at the end. Same thing with Ronnie Stanley. <laughs> so when Bateman tweeted this, I, I said I said to myself, and I put it out, That's how I wonder how Ronnie Stanley feels about all of this that's mm-hmm. going on. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of the players, former players, yeah. chimed in mm-hmm. and had a lot to say. Yeah. One one receiver said he had the same injury that Lamar had. And but he had, to, he had to go back out there the following week because he was on the bubble. Right. And ruined his career. So... The bubble, the bubble player, that's different because you're going, you you in a position one way or another, you're going to lose your job either from injury or not making a roster. Mm-hmm. So that's different. But all of the other players, I just think anybody after Ronnie Stanley yeah. should always go outside of Baltimore and get another opinion before stepping on the field. But what if they can't? What if it's what if it comes down to not saying that they can't go get a oh, second opinion. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Not second. Not, but what if that second opinion doesn't matter to the team? Like, okay, this doctor's saying that, but our doctors are saying this, so we need you on the field. So I'm not going on the field because this is my career. All y'all can, all y'all gonna do is get me injured and then replace me. This is my brand. This is my my. I'm the player here. And I'm you, the asset. And you're literally sounding like what Lamar Jackson is telling the organization, right? Because what if he would have came back and it was it, it's it's a sprain now. What if it end up tearing the whole ACL, MCL? Now yeah. he's gone for all next year. That happens. Yeah, that's happens. what I'm saying. Then that what? Happens. Now it's oh yeah, he's really injury prone. Right. But what I'm saying is, is that what what type of affirmative action can a team take if you as a player said, well, no, I'm not playing because this doctor said this, like the Kawhi Leonard situation, right? Yeah. At what point do the team say, Yo, we're not dealing with this? Or you start having contract disputes, so you're not playing based off of what somebody outside the organization is saying. Right, but everybody like that's that listens. That's why this report That's came fine, up. but everybody that listens to your doctors, you see what they're saying. Exactly. Now that the report has come out. So, but before but, the report. No, they were saying this before. It just no, they were saying get, that about the trainer, not yeah, the about doctor. The tra- about the trainer, but I mean. About the strength and conditioning coach. So the thing with the strength and conditioning coach is, is that if you have an injury, and you're rehabbing an injury. A lot of the players were saying we're being worked or being pushed to the point where we're fully healthy, mm-hmm. and we're not. But the but the doctor is doing what the team is telling them to do. Not the doctor. I mean the, the, the strength, strength and conditioning. That's what I mean. The strength right. and conditioning coach is doing what the his but higher as, ups as are Ryan, telling him as to Ryan do. As Ryan mentioned, and and I think I mentioned this when we first started this podcast. How is this not a case of medical malpractice? I mean, it could be. At what point do, instead of players just talking, they start suing? Because the reason why why this report came out is to show not just, because the NFL already know. Yeah, but I I don't think you can get medical malpractice when you have the choice to go on the field or not. You're absolutely right. But haven't we seen some situations, and I would have to, hopefully I can, 
I, I meant to do it this past weekend as far as the research to see if there's have been any players that said I'm not playing based off of getting a second opinion and not going off of what the team is saying because I know we've seen it. In well, other yeah, sports. I was I was going to say I know I know a few in NBA. Right. But I don't know any in the NFL that said I'm not playing because this doctor said this and your doctor said that. And then with the NBA, it's a little different. With the mm-hmm. NFL, it's like you don't want to be looked at as not being tough or not playing through injuries because you're a little nicked up or you're a diva or you're soft. I don't soft. think they care anymore. It's what, the NBA the, or the, the NFL? Players. NFL, I don't think they care no more. No, it's getting to a point soft. because of how they being treated. Yeah, right? I don't think they care about that no more. Think about... Clay Thompson, no, not Clay Thompson. Uh, Clay Matthews. Yeah, went that that year he was with the Rams, mm-hmm. and he got hurt at the end of the year. They cut him, let him go. He had a decent year. They yep. cut him, let him go, but he was like, "Y'all still owe me money." No, 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 no. We don't. You got hurt. Da, 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 da. Hold on. No, yeah. you still. Owe, it's in the contract, yeah. and that's how they try to get over. Right. So you want to um touch on the list real quick yeah, about some of the other teams because I know it was a, a few surprises. Give me one second. Yep, definitely. <clears throat> Can I tell you my surprise? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> what was your surprise? How in the world is the Dolphins organization ranked number two? What you mean? On the NFLPA, uh, that, that that surprised you? Yes, considering yeah, no, everything that we talked about with Tua. Right, but you in Miami though? Like I don't. No, nah, I'm. Not, but see, that's 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 just one player, right? You know, nobody else has had any issues yeah, down any in Miami issues, like that. Yeah. yeah, like. Oh, the facility. Yeah, the that, facility that's what I'm is awesome. Like, like Dallas yeah. and Miami, I, yeah. I wasn't surprised at all for them being ranked that high. Yeah, I wasn't surprised at that at all. I wasn't surprised at that. Um, but I think I think the one of the one of the most surprising things to me was the Jacksonville rat infestation situation. <laughs> <laughs> Like this is a multi-million dollar corporation. How are y'all dealing with that? Hey, well, <laughs> you said yeah, yeah. top five worst franchises. Yeah, but come Jack on, wasn't there. Come, come on, on, bro. Like rats. <laughs> that that sounds like a New York problem, not not Jacksonville. Yeah, like come on, man. I'm not surprised. For oh, it's man, Jacksonville, I was, man. I guess. I guess that. But that that surprised me. Like. Rat infestation, that's that's crazy. crazy. I wouldn't even want to be in there. Like, rats, they bite. (laughs) 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 They not running from you. No. They they not running. All right, so y'all talking about the facilities, right? Treatment Uh treatment of facilities. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, Did anybody? Oh, Arizona Cardinals, they got an F. (laughs) Does that surprise you? Cincinnati got an F. I mean, everybody say they cheat. So they ain't spending yeah, no time. Jacksonville money. got an F. Jacksonville, right? yeah. Yeah. Did anybody else get an F? Oh, uh, Washington Commanders. The Commanders. Of course. Absolutely. Of course. I mean, that sta- that most- stadium assessed pool. Yeah. So, and like I told you, I've been to Ashburn, Virginia. I've been in that facility. Like it, it's old. It looked like something from when Joe Gibbs was there, like in the 90s. Like it, <laughs> it needs it needs renovate. If anything, just move to a new to a new, yeah, a new uh, spot. A new spot, yeah. So, I mean, Tampa so they Bay, only Tampa, Day, uh, Tampa Bay got a D plus. Got Pittsburgh a D got a D minus. Both of the LA teams got D's. Chargers and Rams because they put all of that money into that stadium. Yeah, mm-hmm. they put all of that money into that stadium. Um, but yeah, let me ask is... y'all a question: When it comes to this this whole breakdown and everything, 
What what difference do you think is going to change in anything? I think Absolutely nothing. Because at the end of the day, now there's certain things that might change as evident what has transpired with the Ravens, with them letting go Steve Saunders. Because I feel like the only reason why they did it is because they knew this was going to come out. To be and honest that, with you. And that goes back to remember that game when Steve Smith said something about Prochet? Yeah. And then the next game he was in? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how you know they really be listening to what's going on on the outside. Right. He did. Yeah, Matt Judon. Yeah. He so. did. What's up with your team? Let's take a look at the uh, the Patriots. Okay. <clears throat> Their overview, they said New England's pa- no, New England Patriots ranked 24th in our team guide. The players... The player respondents' feedback from our survey described the club's facility as old, dated, and in need of renovation. The staffing of the current facilities was also flagged as an issue in need of improvement, specifically in the weight room and training room. I've seen a lot of that with a lot of teams, like the weight room. The weight room. Um, the player's respondents indicated that facilities and operations at the Patriots can use a refresh. Given the results, it is understandable that only 64% of players believe club owner Robert Kraft is willing to spend the money necessary for upgrades, ranking him 26 in his category. Now, one of the things I did take notice of is um, food service and nutrition. A lot of the players were saying, like, because you know a lot of guys, they going vegan now, yeah. pescatarian. Um, they have strict diets. And the food that they serve at the facilities aren't in line with their diet. Everybody's not vegan. Everybody's no, I'm just not saying certain... Right, no, right, right, I understand right, right. that. I'm just saying but I'm if, saying we got, even, if we got 100 people in here and 15 of the 100 is vegan, you want to make the whole menu vegan? I'm just saying a select few. But <laughs> no, I'm, get, I'm just saying. Like, so even... Right. All right, let's just say they got chicken, chicken, potatoes, and corn. Corn, yeah. Some people's diet might not... Align with a starch and you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. again, and that's yeah. So what at what point do you go, we need to have fruits and vegetables, we need to have our protein over here, we need to have our vegan uh, stuff for the vegans, or if it's just fish, you see what I'm saying? Because I think it's I think it's time for that for every organization, for real. Because a lot of them is old and outdated because to be fair, let's let's go to the weight rooms and all that. Most of the people don't lift weights in the building. You know what I mean? Right. You, most weightlifting gets done on your off season exactly. when you're away from yeah, you're home. Right. So what am I gonna upgrade this to top notch and it's gonna be ten players in here? Right. Right. And everybody that, eats that, different. That I agree with. And everybody right. eats different. So bring lunch. Bring lunch. <laughs> or I mean, it's not like we are zoning and we charging you to eat. Yep. Yep, which is crazy. You ain't had to bust them out like I'm that. Just no, saying. that was, that was, that was like, one of the reasons why they got an F. Like, you understand what I'm saying? Like, if you know you eat vegan or pescatarian and you know you're on a team where you might be the only vegan, what do you want me to make you your own menu? <laughs> like, what? You 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 rich. You should have a you should have a personal chef. He should be making you food preps for the week. <laughs> like some of that stuff I just didn't like, I don't get it. Arizona is cheap, man. Come on. I'm just saying, like charging them to eat is crazy. <laughs> Feed your players for free. Diversify, diversify your meal. But plan. I think, but I think, well, all jokes to the side, I think it's definitely something that that falls the food and nutrition aspect of it, because a lot more people are going yeah. vegan. 
a lot more. You know what I mean? So I understand that, but it's too many people for me to cater to everybody. Like that's gonna be hard. They uh, did you hear about Cincinnati's um team travel? Them getting an F. <laughs> They said, Anything um, from Cincinnati, I'm not surprised. Right. They said players report that there is nowhere safe and warm for mothers and children to go during the game and that breastfeeding mothers have sat on the public restroom floor to nurse their babies. Wow. That's bad. Yeah. And um, that DN still took all that money in the offseason. Said one of 14 teams that do not offer a family room, one of 11 teams that do not offer daycare. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati does my not gym, care my about gym the kids. My the daycare. You know what I'm saying? Like <laughs> they not even offering daycare. Nope. I mean, they said he was cheap. I didn't know he was that cheap. Yeah. But I mean, it, when it comes to Cincinnati, when when everybody can say the owner's cheap, nothing should surprise you about them failing anything involving money. No. Like it shouldn't surprise you. And we sitting up here thinking Joe Burrow gonna get a fully guaranteed contract. That's from different. There? That's totally different. Mm-hmm. That's totally different. This is the live as my organization been. I'm gonna pay that man. Everybody else, I don't know, but I'm gonna pay that man. If he want that, I got to give him that. Joe Burrow is the guy that butters the bread. Yeah, or you or you understand you don't pay Joe, you're gonna lose everybody. That's it. Yeah, you're right about that. So what you gonna do? Cause you know Jamal Chase ain't gonna stay if if he gone. Absolutely yeah. not. No, you gonna end up with you gonna end up with who was there well, before uh, he got there? Tyler and, Boyd. And then, then you heard what the GM said this past week. What? About T. Higgins. We're oh, not yeah. Trading T. Higgins. Yeah. Okay. That's that's cat. Yeah, that sound good. Somebody <laughs> come at you with that right pick, oh, you're right. gonna get that up. Right, right. Because the owner gonna say, who paying him? Right. You gonna take a cut, you gonna take a cut? So I can give him some of your money. Right. All right. Send him on up out of here. Tell him. If he that cheap. <laughs> Tell him. <laughs> I keep I keep Jabal Chase and Joe Barrow together, but everybody else. Tell hey, him. Hey. Have him. a whole team full of draft picks playing me. Tell him. So I I mean, I'm I'm really not surprised by that. Nothing like I, I just don't understand what that because all of these teams that got F's, they still won't get high free agents this year if they want them. As, as bad as MetLife Stadium is, the New York Jets got nothing less than a C. It must not be that bad. It might just well, look C bad. Minus. The only thing they got to C minus is food, service, and, and, and nutrition. Uh, treatment of families, they got a C plus. Training room, they got a C plus. But as you alluded to, weight rooms and stuff like that. You ain't doing tour days in the right. summer. But everything else, they got a B. Mm. Team travel, locker room, um, strength coaches. Weight room, training staff, nothing less than a B minus. Nothing less than a – it's just that – it's just – I don't know. It's just the coaches in So the, that's what I'm saying. You got all them good grades and what you got to show for it on the field. I don't, I don't know, man. That, that's why I asked y'all what, what does this matter, like honestly. When they put this out, what was this to like – For certain teams, it does matter. Like which ones? For the Ravens. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, I mean, I think I think that matters for the Ravens because of what we see going on. Right. If if this wasn't in the heart of the discussion, injuries and all of that, I don't think that would matter. And I also think it's depending on the category too, right? So you getting you know F for your strength and conditioning coach is different than you getting the F and full for for travel or full service or full services. You know, y'all are millionaires. We got to feed y'all how y'all want to eat too. <laughs> right. But you should take care of my body, you know. Yeah, that that's that helps me on the field. That helps me on the field. But if I'm a vegan and I know my team doesn't really cook vegan, my chef is gonna 
meal so, prep me for the week. Absolutely. So you're probably you, not looking so for that. So how do you feel about the team travel? Should Do we need to be on a certain size plane with extra amount of leg room and stuff like that? Like it, A lot of this stuff plays a part into being a professional athlete Absolutely. and how you feel like you deserve to be treated outside of the fact that you are being paid millions of dollars. Don't they fly private? Yeah, but every team planes are different sizes. Absolutely. Oh, okay. And that's okay. why some teams had, you know, first class seating and then other teams didn't. Yeah. So what was what was New England's track transportation? <laughs> <laughs> no, look, I want to know because he, he bought a plane. So you, I, he better have did it right. Man, look. Hold he he better have did that right if you bought a whole plane. Uh, team travel. They, they was D like plus. A, yeah. Wow. Yeah. You, you surprised? He could have kept that money. <laughs> you D surprised? I'm, th I'm surprised. That no, you're surprised. I'm, I'm surprised because he went out and got an own Patriots personal plane. So I'm thinking you put all well, the what's tricks. The size in. of it is a bone. That's what I'm saying. what I'm saying. I don't like, know. I don't know, but I'd have thought if you gonna do that, because you, hey, man, I mean, he got know, a hoopty and put a fresh paint job on. That, that might have been what he did. Something. <laughs> high but then you also got to take into consideration Jeez. what hotels we staying in. Mm -hmm. You yeah. see what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. I, I like I remember. When Miami came here week two, because I live in Owens Mills, mm -hmm. the uh, the new Marriott Hotel over there by the train station, mm -hmm. brand new, not even a year old. They put Miami there because I remember I, I, I uh, went running that morning and I saw, saw Tyreek and, and Wilder walking out the hotel getting on the team buses. Okay. As opposed to staying somewhere downtown close to the stadium, you all the way out on his mills. But guess what? We're going to put you in the best of the best. We're going to put you in something new, too. Mm -hmm. So right. to me, that also factors into team travel. Um, it It's crazy because despite the fact that they put all of this out, I don't see anything really changing. Like, me neither. Because like with most of the teams, that the most glaring thing is the Ravens got an F- minus in strength. And can, who gets an F-? minus? You yeah. F minus. F minus. That mean everybody below was zero, put, that mean everybody was putting F. Right. F, 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 F. Yeah. F plus. F plus. You know what I mean? So Okay, my fault. Um so yeah, so I don't know. We I think Lamar's gonna get tagged tomorrow. I think it's gonna be the exclusive one. Nah, non-exclusive. It ain't gonna be non-exclusive. They get if he give him non-exclusive, the cost of loses his job. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Not if don't nobody want him. I'm, I've been hearing all this bad <laughs> stuff about him lately. Don't nobody want Lamar. He beat said, up. Said the Jets, the Jets will give it to him right now. But uh, from what I'm hearing, he beat up. He he injury prone now. He can't throw. He's well, selfish. Um, you know what I mean? Let shout him go. Out to, uh, you know they're not taking that risk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because they know. Because they know. They know. That's all I'm saying. They know. Shout out to uh, Kenny. Yeah. Kenny sent you something. Yeah. You sent it to me. Uh -huh. uh, Jason Whitlock said Jason right? Whitlock, yeah. You want to read it? Yeah, let's, said, let's see. Cleveland does something stupid with Deshaun Watson's contract, and now Lamar Jackson's, Lamar Jackson's expectations have been elevated. He's like, if Deshaun Watson, with all those sexual assault allegations hanging over his head, can get $230 million guaranteed, he's never won an MVP. Mm -hmm. He's been in trouble. Mm -hmm. He's been an embarrassment. He was suspended for 11 games. Mm -hmm. I'm Lamar Jackson. How come I can't get that money? Right. Lamar doesn't have an agent, so Lamar's ego is tied up in this, and I think he's making a mistake. Baltimore has reached the point of the, of the negotiation and the relationship where, they are, where they've mentally moved to a place where they're like, you know what? 
I think I can do this without you. Men and women get this way in relationships a lot of times and foolishly and unwisely have been like, you know what? I've done the mental gymnastics in my head and I know what life would look like on the other side of this divorce. And they're willing to go there. And that's where I think the Baltimore Ravens are willing to go. The problem is, I don't think anybody wants Lamar Jackson. All right, here we go. Now when I say spicy. no one wants Lamar Jackson, it's because the price is too high. Okay. You're going to have to surrender two or three first-round draft picks to trade for Lamar. And then you're going to have to deal with his demands for a contract that's the same as Deshaun Watson. No one wants to make that deal. This thing has blown up in Baltimore's face. They've got five solid years of production out of Lamar Jackson. They've got the excitement. They got his MVP season. They got all that, and they got one playoff victory and no Super Bowl appearances. That might be as far as Lamar Jackson can take the Baltimore Ravens or any franchise. But here's here's where it gets even more spicy. Mm. Baltimore was living the high life. You took the black quarterback, and he put that in all caps, black quarterback at the end of the first round when the rest of the racist NFL wouldn't take him. You're great, Baltimore. You're the model franchise. Oh, my God. Ozzie Newsome, you're awesome. And John Harbaugh, you're awesome. Now, five years later, was it the greatest decision? You, you're dealing with a quarterback that wants an unbelievable amount of money. He's missed 10 of Baltimore's last 22 games. Other teams around the NFL are sitting there thinking, I don't want that. It's injured. It's beat up. It doesn't throw the ball that effective. You'll call him it. Now, everybody's taking a dump on Greg Roman. It went from Greg Roman is the greatest, never call him the greatest, to fired and pushed out. And now he was the thing holding Lamar Jackson back. <laughs> are we sure about that? I'm not so sure because of the money, because of the draft picks, because of the offensive overhaul you would have to do. Does any team even want Lamar Jackson? This isn't Lamar Jackson hate. (laughs) I do not hate Lamar Jackson. I'm glad that he turned into a terrific player during this five year stretch, but there are tough decisions organizations have to make. If 31 teams don't want Lamar Jackson, I don't think he makes sense for number 32 either. Dang, you just putting him out the league, not at the price he's looking for. I move on from Lamar Jackson. I don't I don't even want to give him what Russell Wilson got. The guy has played in 10 of their last 22 games. You mean he missed 10 of their last 22 games. You hear all these excuses. If we get a new offensive coordinator, he will develop as a passer. Mm-hmm. He's never had another one receiver. Mm-hmm. None of the receivers we drafted have been hits. Mm-hmm. There's a common denominator, and it's the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson is a terrific run-first quarterback who can throw a little bit, but Cam Newton had a run of greatness. Then it, be, then it became Cam Newton was okay. Then it became Cam Newton is no good. And then he's out of the league at 33 years old. We may have reached Lamar Jackson's expiration date as a franchise quarterback. I believe Russell Wilson is salvageable. I don't think Lamar is ever going to become a great passer, and I think his days as a huge difference maker, runner, are behind him. Mm. <laughs> so non-exclusive, non-exclusive. Tag him then. Some stuff I I agree with. I agree with uh, all the back end until he got to like that last two sentences. But <laughs> him not being a good thrower, all of that stuff I've been saying since y'all drafted him. So I agree with that, but. The price is only high because I got to give you that for him. I'll wait it out. 
And the price won't be that high if I can keep my draft cap, but it wouldn't get him. But to me, what he was alluding to is that don't nobody want him. Right. He just talking. He just talking. Don't nobody want him. So that's what I'm saying. Non, non-exclusive tag him and show him that. That's how you do that. Non-exclusive. Yeah, that ain't gonna happen. I know. That's <laughs> that what I'm saying. That that's what I'm saying. He that just talking. Like the, it was it was well put together, but for you to say 31 teams don't want him, no, 31 teams didn't want to draft him right. as a quarterback. That's a right. fact. 31 teams didn't want him when he was coming out of college. But if you redid see, that draft now, yeah, he would go top he will, 10. He would go top 10. Absolutely. Right. So I agree with you. Nobody didn't want him then. But hindsight is 2020. Now we see what he is. Right. He definitely wouldn't That'd be go my th- only thing with pieces like that. Yeah. Like you, you, you talking about now, but then you trying to bring up then. Then. And you can't mix the two when, again, like and you th- said. And if, then if you're going to play that game, how many franchise Hall of Fame quarterbacks didn't win the Super Bowl in their five years? Exactly. Yeah. Now now we're going to hold his rookie deal, his rookie years, is, is the end all be all now? Right. <clears throat> Come on, man. I got, That's crazy. I got problems with what he said about now. I mean, there's a lot of disrespect in this quote. Yeah, that's insane. I mean, let me read this one. Hold yeah, on. go ahead. I don't even want to give him what Russell Wilson got. That's just flat out disrespectful. Right now. Right now. I'm what, talking about right the now. The Russell Wilson we seen last year, yes. you don't even want to give him that. You don't want to give him that. That's why I sent it to you. Because I'm like, this is crazy. I'm not even a Lamar fan, and I know that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy. But that, that's how it goes. Look, everybody's entitled to their opinion. Yeah, but that's how it goes. And then if the Ravens tag him and he go win the Super Bowl, it's going to be another article saying, oh, the ticket just went to $300 million. <laughs> The Ravens are crazy for letting him play on the tag. They knew what they had all along. They should have been got. It, it it always changes. Yeah, but I want to see how how these situations play out with these other teams that have franchise quarterbacks, and to see if they're going to give them fully guaranteed contracts. Because if they don't, you mentioned collusion last week. I just think that teams can't afford it, and I think even with the Browns giving Deshaun Watson what he got, they can't afford it. It's going. Who Deshaun? Yep, that's exactly what I was going to say. They already restructuring, so all they're going to do is. Put some more up front yeah. to make the cap hit lighter. What was That's his, why I say what was his um his signing bonus, Deshaun? <sighs> I can look it up real quick. But that like because either way, they can, they can always they play can the restructure money. all they want. Yeah. All that money is still his. Right, these but other, it but it these, takes it takes the hit off the cap hit, so you have more flexibility. He got forty four point nine million at signing. Forty five. Hmm. Forty five at signing. That ain't enough for all that money he got. No, right. but you but it's not about all the money. It's about the cap, what's being held against the cap this year. So if you re if you restructure it and put it as a signing bonus, so that what's takes gonna away happen? So hit. what's gonna happen when they suck again and again and again and fans stop coming and you gotta let uh some of your top pieces go. You gotta, you know, rebuild through the draft by trading no players. Di- no disrespect, but they're used to sucking. No, I'm saying like, but they haven't been used to sucking when they've been in debt. When they, when you see what I'm saying, but it's it's Cleveland. Okay. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> you think Deshaun Watson really went there to win? No, absolutely. Okay, not. Then. he went there. For, I, I, I'm getting that check. 
I'm if coming from Houston, Houston. I wasn't winning in Houston. Right. If the Houston Texans offer me paid. that money right now with the roster they have, I'm going. I'm going. I'm going. They can call me right now. I'm going. 130. And not to I say go. that I don't want to be a winner. It's just that it's just the money. What, right. 230. I'm going to go there and give you my all, and I'm going to give you my input on who we need to draft and stuff like that. So, but, so that's what I'm. So that's what I'm saying. And then it's not like you going to an organization that's been winning, and now your money is hampering from continuing. No, it's not Cleveland. Because people got, get sent to Cleveland as punishments. You got because they they got a they got a decent roster, but yeah. they ain't gonna be able to keep them. Yeah. They signed up. Miles signed up. Denzel Ward signed up. Um, Deshaun signed up. Nick Chubb signed up. But like I told you, a lot of teams is on that L.A. Rams situation right now. They trying but to get Cle- one. But Cleveland ain't winning. Right no, now. I know. I'm just saying. Like that's what that's what most teams like. If they can get one, like if if somehow some way Cleveland won one within this. Five, six years that they got him, it was all worth it. Absolutely. They only need one. They ain't happening, though. Which no, is not happening. No, I don't see it happening either, no. but I'm just saying. I mean, he gives them you you I believe next year with a whole offseason and all that, you're gonna have to respect them. Like that's not gonna be the team where you just like, all right, Cleveland. You know I used to mark off the W's, okay, Cleveland twice, mm-hmm. yeah. That's not that team anymore. They mm-hmm. might not get a Super Bowl, but you're not just gonna say no. They were good before them. they, you know, before he got there. Yeah, so, so they got a good yeah, core together. Them, That's but. what I'm saying. So if if somehow some way a bubble happens and they get one, mm-hmm. it was all that. I'm telling you was right now, it. it's not happening. No, we all know it's not <laughs> happening. But I'm just, but that's how they looked at it when they gave him the money. They looked right. at the, the glasses half full instead of half empty. No, they looked at it like, yo, we looking real stupid out here with trying to engage him and get him to come to us when we have a quarterback on our roster who's emotional and now saying, you know what, this relationship ain't salvageable because you out here trying to court Deshaun Watson and now Deshaun don't even want to go to y'all. Deshaun don't want to Deshaun don't want y'all. He'd rather go to Atlanta or Carolina. So now You gotta overpay. Two things can be you true, Russian. Baker. All of that's true. He's still better than you. Right, right. But what so I'm saying, I gotta, I no, gotta, what I'm saying is, is that, my roster. what I'm saying is, it's just like, <laughs> I hate using these analogies, but it's just like, you got a lady. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh <laughs> my God. You go <laughs> no. <laughs> you got a, You got one, but you unsure about it. So you like, eh, let me get out here and test these waters. You get out there and test the waters and the waters say, we don't want you. <laughs> Take your foot back. We don't want you. Right. But now your your sweetheart like, no, nah, you went out there test the waters. Stay out there in the waters. Now you stuck between a rock and a hard place. You can't go back home. Now you got to go out there and overpay. You in them streets. Yeah. 3 a.m. in the morning. It ain't tricking if you got it. <laughs> 2.30. On that note... <laughs> Uh, this is Adjusting the Will podcast. We will not be here next week. Nope. Attention. We'll we will not be here next week. Hopefully, um, too much don't happen in between time. But I feel like we might have to go live. We'll definitely go live if something. If happens. something happened, we'll go see live. a trade happening. I, I I can see something happening because or, 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 or the big year, name going to get new, dropped. Uh, the new year starts on the fifteenth. Yeah, mm-hmm. that that's when that free agency open up. That's when it's going to get crazy. But I don't see nobody, like I said, I don't see nobody getting traded until like draft. I have Lamar fatigue. Like I, I really do. Like I I'm tired. I'm tired of talking about him. I know. Him. I'm I tired know. of talking about him. So I'll talk I, about, I'm I'm tired of talking about him too, but I'd rather talk about him than Aaron Rodgers. 
Oh, I'm, any day of the I'm week. I'm just tired yeah. of that. Any day of the week. I'm just tired of that. Any day of the week. Because we know he ain't going nowhere. Right. But yeah, he, he going to hiding. His, his, man, that man. man was in the crib talking about he was <laughs> Watching the... TV. Come on, bro. Watching Cell us phone to, on. Watching everybody talk about him. Texting yes. Pat McAfee. Yes, they ain't talking about us losing to Detroit no more. Mission complete. Make them think I'm going to leave. Soon as they nah, want to talk bad about me. Uh, Detroit trying to re-sign uh, Jamal Williams. So, you know, they bring him back. He going to make it known. Like, no, we beat y'all. We beat, yeah. Right? They beat gonna, him twice last year, yeah. too. And he played for Green Bay. Yeah. So, no, nah, he going to make it known. Yeah, but we'll holler at y'all in two weeks. Uh, Paris, appreciate you. Appreciate you coming through, coming man. Coming through, hey. as always. You steadied the ship this week. <laughs> no Jamel hate. <laughs> no Jamel hate. No Jamel hate. I'm glad y'all didn't unplug my mic. No, 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 no Jamel hate. Hey, shout out to Jamel. Hey, whenever you're ready to come back, bro, just go ahead, bring them receipts, whatever receipts you was talking about. Um, it can't be many, but yeah, just go ahead and bring them. But yeah, this is Adjusting the Will podcast. We will holler at y'all in two weeks. Peace. Well, I mean, the, the biggest thing is that we have a deadline tomorrow at four o'clock. Uh, to put the tag on and and I know today uh, and up until about 3.30 tomorrow uh, a lot of energy is going to be put, be utilized in trying to get the deal done and if not we will put the franchise tag on him. <laughs> <laughs>